Hello and welcome to episode 182 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show, we're talking about how you can create a learning system. Because what happens when you read a book or you watch a video or read an article, quite often it goes out of our heads. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to be showing how you can start to retain that information, find a system where you can go back and find the information that you need it's a really exciting system. Can't wait to share it with you. Let's get on with it right now. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content, content and, and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go well, hello, Ian Anson Gray here for episode 182 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. Ooh, well, last week didn't go live at all. Uh, the podcast has been carrying on as usual, but uh, it's just been a bit of a bit of a mad time. Um, but I'm excited to be back this week. Got lots of exciting things planned and I want to share that with you. First of all, just a, a bit of news in the live video front. Facebook have been fiddling around and changing things behind the scenes. And this is kind of something that's, I think has been on the cards for ages, but basically now, uh, a, quite a few, they've changed the API, so a few of the live video tools out there still haven't been able to sort things out. I think Restream haven't sorted it out yet. Ecamm have, and I'm using Ecamm today. Basically, now it doesn't. Uh, well, it might create an announcement post, but it will create when you schedule a live video. It will create an event, which is exciting. I I want to know though whether the scheduled post the announcement post turns into the live video and whether we got rid of the whole announcement post thing because that really annoys me we'll see what happens uh, so that is uh, one thing i'm also playing around with the ecam beta or beta depending how you pronounce it it's got multi-streaming built into it now so this is cool so i'm actually multi-streaming using ecam to facebook and youtube and I'm also restream. I'm also multi-streaming to restream, and then I'm using restream to stream to LinkedIn. I just thought I'd test that out. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. Uh, and yeah, the other thing that is coming up is episode 200, and I need to start to think about what are we going to do for episode 200. What is that going to be? Because I don't know. Should I? I, I'm thinking about doing some kind of big giveaway uh, or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, so let me know your thoughts on that because I'd love to make it more of a community thing as well. So Stephen Healy is here. Great to see you, Stephen. Stephen is a live video expert. He is amazing. He knows so much about it. And he says, I assume you've played around with this, uh, Stephen, because I haven't. The new Facebook system is a vast improvement. Well, I hope it is because it was a mess before. So Stephen, maybe you can shed some light on this because this is the first time I've I've actually streamed to uh, Facebook with the new system. Uh, so what the way I, I think it works, Stephen, correct me if I'm wrong, is that uh, it creates an announcement post, uh, uh, an, an event, but does that announce, does the announcement post become the live video like it used to do in the olden days? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm going to play around with it, but maybe Stephen, if you're still around, let, let me know what you, uh, how it works, because I'm not entirely sure yet. 
Looks like it's time for something completely nutty! Do you ever read a book? You learn so much from reading the pages You finish it and close the cover I realize you've forgotten it all Let's make a learning system Let's make a learning system Help your brain Let's system make a learning ecosystem Let's make a learning system Let's make a learning system Help your brain Let's system make a learning ecosystem well, in today's episode, we're talking about creating a learning system. So I want to get straight into it because uh, there's a lot to share today uh, with all of this. And I don't know about you, but I'm really forgetful. Uh, we can't remember everything that we consume. Sometimes we find with our brains that we remember the most kind of like random things. Like I can remember lots of random things. I, I can tell you what pi is, for example, 3.141. Five nine two six five three five nine zero one two. I think that's what it is. So I can remember random things like that, which are completely useless. Why would I need to know pi to like twelve figures, twelve significant figures? I don't. I don't need to know that. I'm gonna have a cup of tea. Just hold on a second. Hmm. That's good. Oh, that's that's this is my second tea that I haven't spilt over the over the table. So yeah, and I think over over time. We read so many books and then we forget about them and then we have to read them again. So I wanted to find a way to solve this and, and particularly for those of us with bad memories. Let's be honest about it. You know, we are all stupid when it comes to this. This is what Dave Allen says, the, the getting things done guy. He says, your mind is for having ideas, not holding them. And I think that is so important. As creators, as entrepreneurs, we want to free our minds to be able to come up with ideas, not hold on to information. So you shouldn't need to remember. Sometimes it's good to memorize these things, but if you can have a system where you can go back and find what you want to remember easily, then it makes it a lot easier. And that's what we're going to talk about. So the issue that we have is when we read a book or we read an article, we kind of assume that it's just going into our minds, into our heads. We're kind of using the osmosis method, which is kind of wishful thinking, because when you read a book, what tends to happen is you forget everything that's in there. Now, that that probably doesn't matter when it comes to uh, fiction books. You don't have to remember everything in a fiction book, but if you are wanting to learn uh, and put into practice what you're learning in a book, we need to find a better system. We need to find a better system. So let's um, let's let's have a look at a few things here. The, 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 the first thing to remember here is that there is something called the forgetting curve. This is something that when we uh, when we read something we 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 forget it so we have to then remind ourselves and then we forget it again. So just remembering uh, going over it and over it and over it again is really important. And of course there are different types of books you know you don't really need to remember fiction although you know it's still good to write notes and to ask yourself questions to try and remember what you've done. And with my system, I'm going to use it for fiction as well. I might even use it for programs I've watched on Netflix as well. Now, 
This is a really important thing to remember or to consider is that it's actually okay to quit reading a book. I don't know about you, but I feel this sense of guilt. If I've started reading a book and I'm not enjoying it, I feel that I have to somehow keep going through it. And I was watching a video recently on the Farnham Street channel, and the guy on there was just saying, it's okay to quit a book. And he says that, what was it? Let me just get the quote up here. He says, start books quickly, but give them up easily. Now, I don't know about for you, but that almost feels wrong. But the thing about that is that if you start, if if you're not getting on with a book, then it creates that time and opportunity to start and read a great book that's going to really make a big difference. And of course, the other thing to say here is that uh, there are, there are different seasons in our lives. So maybe when I was younger, uh, like reading Dickens was was not going to be. Actually, I'm not even sure whether reading Dickens now is going to be uh, the greatest. I have I have listened to a Dickens book. But there were some books that are really hard, maybe when you're younger, or maybe uh, there are just different seasons in our lives, you know, when we're busy and and when we're not busy uh, as well. And there are different types of books as well. And I love this quote from Francis Bacon. Some books are to be tasted, others to be swallowed, and some few to be chewed and digested. I love that. And I don't think this is just to do with books any kind of content that we're consuming, whether it's videos, a podcast, or anything like that, videos, podcasts, articles, books, I think we need to treat them all differently. And sometimes using the osmosis method is fine. Sometimes we need to just spend a lot more time chewing them and digesting them. Not not literally, of course. But um, So there is a book which I haven't read, uh, but it looks, <laughs> I, I, I find this very, very funny. It is called How to Read a Book. It is a book called How to Read a Book. Uh, and it's very meta. I mean, I wonder kind of like, how do you read How to Read a Book if you don't know how to read a book? You have to read How to Read a Book to learn how to read a book, but then how do you start it? it it's it's one of these circular things. But um, yeah, it's by Adler and Doran, and I think it was written in about 1940. In that book, there are, they talk about four different ways to read a book. So one is just to read to entertain. So that could be any kind of fiction book. One is to, is reading to inform. Uh, So you're wanting to learn something from it. Reading to understand is the third one. So that is really where you're chewing and digesting. And uh, and within that, really, you're, you're kind of maybe wanting to uh, state what the whole book is about, examine the major parts of it, outline it as well, and think about what the what what is the what problem is the author trying to to solve as well. And then the final uh, the final type of uh, reading a book is reading to master. And in this this way is not reading one particular book, but you're reading lots of different books on a particular topic. So you're wanting to master a particular subject as well. So that is another another way uh, to read a book as well. And of course, you need to re- work out which books you want to read as well. And this is 
something that I kind of struggle with. You know, what what should I read next? And I ask other people what I want to read. I think at the moment, I'm just going on what are the parts of my business and parts of my life that I'm wanting to optimize and, and improve upon, and then find some books that are going to help on that. All of this is really, really hard. Reading a book by osmosis, just enjoying a book, if it's a good book at least, or an enjoyable book, is, is easy. But if you want to actually consume it, you want to digest it, this is hard. It uses brain power. And most of the time, we don't really want to do that. So don't beat yourself up. The process that I've come up with here is something that you can do over time. And, and the process that I've got here is, is actually just the first step. So how do you how do you actually improve? The first thing is to get the book and start highlighting the bits that really resonate with you. Remember, though, that highlighting on in of itself is not going to help you remember. We need to find a system here that's going to help here. And so the system that I've got is using a tool called Notion, which is a free tool. It allows you to create these really cool notes and databases. We're also going to use the Kindle app. So you might prefer a book book, but having a Kindle, so I'm not against, I'm certainly not against having that, but if you have the Kindle, it allows you to highlight bits uh, of the book that you're reading for later and even add your own notes and there's a dictionary and all those kind of things. If you find reading a little bit difficult sometimes and you get distracted, then I also recommend Audible. And I actually combine the Kindle and Audible together. There's another tool called, tool called Readwise, which will connect all these things together. And that's the kind of the power tool here. So there is a really cool tool uh, that Audible and well, it's Amazon basically do. Now, let's see if I've got it here. Uh, it's called immersive reading, immersive reading. So this allows you to read and listen to your books at the same time. So what you need here is you need to own the Kindle book and the Audible book. So it's not particularly cheap here, but for certain books that I really want to consume and I might get distracted, then this is perfect. And I've actually read my last three books this way. So I've got an app here called, well, this is the app is, is, this is the Kindle app here. And this is a this is a, so a previous guest on my show, Tamara Razia. She has written a book called Your Brain's Not Broken. It's uh, all about ADHD, uh, adult ADHD. And so I own the Kindle book here, but I also own the Audible, Audible book as well. So and you can see at the top there, there is a, a little headphones symbol on the book, which means that I've got uh, the companion Audible uh, book. So if I click on that now, um, and what I can do is I can then, by clicking the page, I've got a play button at the bottom. Now, I'm only going to play this for a few seconds, but uh, you'll be able to hear the uh, hear the, the person speaking. By the way, I think I've got it at about one and a half times speed, so it's going to sound really quick. But it also highlights the words, which is amazing. Aha, is it what working? Maybe it's not working. Hold on a second. Uh, there we go. Let's do it again. Bob was surprised to find that he had used anger as a sneaky motivational trick. I didn't... So there you go. So it's do doing both at the same time, which is really, really cool there. 
So now I come across a phrase there. I'm about to sneeze, I think. Am I going to sneeze? Oh, it's really annoying when that happens. So say, for example, I see here, this is a great quote that I want to uh, highlight. So that's actually wrong. Let's just get rid of that. So sometimes we learn the effect of this because other people are angry with us. So let's just select that. Now I can, so that is highlighted. I can click on it again and then I can click on the edit and then I can add some notes. A really interesting quote about anger. Okay, so that is now highlighted. The problem when you highlight something in the Kindle is they just get buried away and you forget about them. So I'm going to show you how this works later on. Now, the other thing that I really love about this is about the Kindle is that you can look up words. So I can't actually find any words here that I don't know. But say, for example, I don't know the word motivation. So I can just, whoops, I can just click on motivation. And then I've got my dictionary at the bottom there. So it then tells us what motivation means relating to the reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. And what I can do here is I can add that I can share that word to my dictionary in my database, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. So that is the first thing that I do is I... I, I go through that. I go through my, I read my books by listening and reading at the same time. I highlight bits. I add notes and I also can look up words. The last book that I read, I think I, I mean, I think my vocabulary is pretty good, but it was about 80 words I didn't understand. So I put them into my, into my notion vocabulary bit. Uh, we've got Katie Simpson here. Great to see you, Katie watching on YouTube Lovely to see you here. This is my learning system we're talking about today, Katie. So uh, there we go. So that is immersive reading. You, you also need to download the dictionary to your Kindle as well. So let's look at Notion now and I'll show you what I've got here. Uh, so let's see if this works. Uh, da, da, da. Here we go. So this is my second brain. And what happens is when we, I'm going to show you uh, an app called Readwise in a minute. When you uh, link Readwise to your Kindle and Notion, it will create this database here. Now I've added to the database. I've, I've changed it a little bit, but basically what I've got here are all the books that I've read in the first column. I've got the author and that actually links to, I've got this linked to a second database, my author database, and I've got some information about the author, which I'll go through in a bit. Then I, there's the, the category, what type of content is this? So we've got books, we've got articles, we've got videos, and you can even add tweets and podcasts in here as well. Okay, the next thing is what type of, well, what type is this? Is it knowledge, entertainment, are these notes? Uh, and then I've got the status. Am I currently consuming this piece of content? So at the moment, I'm still reading uh, Mark Schaefer's Cumulative Advantage. So I'm currently consuming that. Uh, this book here, I actually haven't really properly started to read. So it's on my reading list. Uh, some of these I've finished, so they're archived as well. Um, then if we scroll on, we've got the number of highlights. So this is the really cool thing. I'm going to go on into that in a minute. Uh, as well. So let's let's look at that. Let's look at Readwise because Readwise is what makes this all work. And it is pretty amazing. Readwise dot 
readwise.io readwise.io so you can get started for free it is a paid service i think it's about seven dollars per month but what this effectively does is it syncs your uh, kindle highlights you can also make annotations on videos on youtube videos even podcasts and articles and it will sync it into this into their into their system you can also sync it externally to other apps like evernote and uh, notion but it means you have it all in one place not only that do you then uh, not only does it import those highlights it also allows you to review those on a daily basis and actually remember the content that you are reading so you can review them and you can remember them as well so what uh, what I tend to do, let's have a look here, is uh, so we can import them. If I click on import in Readwise, I've got this connected to what have I got? My Kindle, Instapaper, I don't use that so much anymore, and Twitter as well. But you can also uh, sync with Medium, uh, Goodreads, and all these other apps. Uh, also, Air, for some reason, I, I did have it connected to Air, but it's 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 disabled for some reason there so air is for podcasts so if you listen to podcasts you can use the air app uh, which is currently ios only but the amazing thing about this is if you're kind of like in the car or walking walking the dog and you currently hear something that was really really good you can just click the air quotes button and it will add that to readwise and it will even transcribe the words that you were listening to uh, and put it into your database, which is like mind-blowing, really mind-blowing. So that's what you do to import the highlights. And then what you can do is you can uh, export them. And these are, these are synced on a, on a daily basis. So I've got these synced to Evernote, uh, but the main one is Notion, which I'm going to show you uh, now. So let's go back to Notion and... Let's have a look, for example, uh, this is the book that I read this ages ago, uh, Steve Jobs uh, by Walter Isaacson. So this is the uh, biography. Um, and so if I scroll down here, I've, I've added all this information here. It's, it links to the book itself uh, when, it, when it was last highlighted, which was back in 2011. That was when I read it. My goodness, that's a long time ago. Um, this is entertainment. Yes, because it is entertainment. Uh, and then down here, I can see all the all, all the bits that I found interesting here. So we've got here his reality. This is about Steve Jobs. His reality distortion is when he has an illogical vision of the future, such as telling me that I could design the breakout game in just a few days. You realize that it can't be true, but he somehow makes it true. And I can click on that and that will take me to that part of the book on my on the Kindle app, which is pretty amazing. So that are that those are the books, uh, but it also works with articles on the web. They've got uh, a new service they're working on. It's in beta at the moment called Reader, and this uh, allows you to subscribe to like RSS feeds, or if you're reading something on on the web or on your phone, you can just add it to the Reader app, and then you can start to highlight bits, and then that's going to add it to what you, what I call my second brain. Now, I don't know about you, but I consume a lot of content on the uh, on video. Uh, so uh, what I've got here is uh, another app called, let's just see if I can find it. It's called 
annotate.tv, annotate.tv. Um, so let's, where is it? It's this one here, annotate.tv. And it is made by one of the guys at Readwise. It makes it easy to make notes while watching a video. And it is like unbelievable here. And this will sync with your Readwise and Notes, uh, Notion database. So for example, here, if I go into, I can go into uh, learning and here are some videos that I've added to from YouTube into annotate.tv. So this is one from Ali Abdal on how I remember everything I read, which is quite apt because that's kind of what we're talking about here. So if I click on that, I then see the video, the YouTube video here, and I can start watching that. But then I can start, I can make a, tra I can view a transcript and then I can start to create annotations. So for example, if I go to like one Not minute like and five actively. seconds and I can then see, I can then make the notes there. Let's just scroll, scroll, scroll a little bit further on. The app air.io. So I can, so he's talking about air.io there. So I can uh, create, let's have a go. Let's just get rid of that. I can create, yeah, I can create a, an annotation at this point. So I can just write my own annotation or I can go to transcript and I can see the text here. So it says, he says, air quotes that I've taken through the app air again. And so I can then just highlight that and then create it, for example. And then what will happen if I go back to Notion and look at a video, here's, here's actually the, the video here, I can see that it added that added that quote in there and I can click on that and that's going to take me to that point in the video for later, which is amazing. This is such a good way of remembering stuff. I hope you will agree. Now, the other thing that I've done to expand this is I want to, I, I want to remember not just, I don't want to just add all of that information. I also want to add a bit of information about the author. So I've created a database of authors there. I've also got notes as well. So if we go to, so those are my, those are the authors there. I've got book notes. Now I've not really done very much here. This is a template that I've taken from Ali Abdal, who is a cool YouTuber that talks about learning and productivity. So you can find out, uh, basically, if I click on this, which is a book I've been reading called The Air We Breathe, uh, and you can go down here and uh, hold on. That's no, that's actually not. That's the book. If I click on that, the this is a template so I can write uh, the book in three sentences, how I discovered it, how the book changed me as well. Uh, then we've got quotes. So these are some quotes that I really, really like, and I've added them to my quote list as well. And then finally, we've also got vocabulary as well. So these those are all my vocabulary, but the words in my vocabulary. Well, I'll be back on Thursday again with another live show. And of course, the podcast comes out every single Friday as well. So don't miss out on that. Just go to iag.me forward slash podcast, iag.me forward slash podcast. Well, that is it for this week. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live videos. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.
Do you ever read a book? You learn so much from reading the pages. You finish it and close the cover. I realize you forgot it all. Let's make a learning system. Let's make a learning system. Help your brain. Let's system make a learning ecosystem. Let's make a learning system. Let's make a learning system. Help your brain. Let's system make a learning ecosystem. Let's